Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Dynamic Duo Podcast. We are Ashley and Megan, sisters, BFFs, and entrepreneurs who are raising babies and building businesses. We are taking things day by day and want to bring you along on this journey with us so that we can figure this shit out together. Us busy mamas need to stick together, am I right? So go reheat your lukewarm coffee for the third time and listen in while you're doing all the things, you multitasking co-ween. Hey girl, hey! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Dynamic Duo. We are Megan and Ashley. I got to go first this time since I said it. <laughs> yes, I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. So um, we usually do like a quick little coffee chat in the beginning, but we don't really have time for that today. Yeah, we're going to nix that because so, we've got to make this short today. So yeah, we are talking about um, planning your exit from your full-time job. So since you just recently did this, I'm going to let you talk about it first, and then I can talk about mine, which was several years ago. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so a few things, of just backstory. So I was with AP for almost five years and just left the company at the end of April of this year, um, 2021, in case you didn't know what year it is. <laughs> or if you're listening to this way later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I started my photography business last November. Um, so for those months, I November to April, I was doing both, um, essentially full, well, full time. I was getting my, I still am getting, you know, growing my photography business. So it began to just become, um, both felt burdensome and I felt like I was just stretched so thin. I felt like I was pouring like 50% of myself into my, full-time corporate job and photography and it was just like really stressing me out I was feeling so irritable and um, just kept having these thoughts like oh I really wish that I could leave my job and just do this because I, I'm so passionate and love it and just put all of my energy into it I just wish that I could do it and you and I and I think like one or two of my friends just would have conversations about like step one is seeing if it's even financially doable for you. So Megan told me to make a spreadsheet. So I made a spreadsheet and and generally just saw that it was doable on paper. So step number two was having a conversation with Nick, my husband. So we had like three or four conversations about it. it. It wasn't just like a one time, okay, go ahead. Like there was, yeah. there's a lot of like talking through it, planning stuff out. Um, and I'm not the best like saver. I'm not the best with managing money. Like I love, <laughs> I love what do you things. always say? Um, I say that she has a champagne taste on the beer budget. Yes, for sure. Um, 100%, <laughs> but it's fine. Treat yourself. So, treat yourself. Treat yourself. So, um, after several conversations with Nick and then the, the spreadsheet, he said, okay, um, and I told my boss, so I gave a month notice and that was it. So a few, you also just have to, I would encourage you to just make a pros and cons list. Um, some of the pros for me was that um, my stress and irritability level ideally would go down. Um, and I'm, I get more time now with both of my children. Well, summer just ended, so Layla's back in school. But I get more time at home in general to be flexible. I can take them to all the things, spend more time with Luxon since he's not in school, um, don't have to pay for daycare any longer. Um, my mother-in-law helps out with him like two, 
you know, three days a week. So that allows me to still get work done. So it's a process. Um, it's really hard. It took me several months to get into a routine and, um, figure out how to even run a business and I'm still figuring it out. Um, I think that's all that I have right now. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have so more. So I would say, okay, like what if you, if somebody's like on the fence, like obviously like logistically you got to figure out the numbers, but like, what would you say to them? What would your advice be? So my advice would be if, you, so first of all, the feeling that I had on my last day at, at work, which I love, love, love the company that I worked for and the group that I was in and every, nothing but positive things to say. But the last day felt so, um, like freeing and liberating and just yeah. like a weight lifted. And then I knew I ha I could, I have all this time and energy to focus into something that I absolutely love doing. So my advice is if you can swing it and make it work, do it. And if you need to make a you know, six month plan or three month plan, make the plan, follow the steps and just do it. Just, I know that's so much easier said than done, but yeah, just do it. Well, and I think too, it's important to remember that like, if you have a side business, the reason you're probably not making as much money with your side business is because you're not treating it like a business yet because you don't have to sure because you have the safety net of yep. your job to fall back on so when that safety net is gone you're going to be way more motivated yes to, to work harder. to actually run your business as a business and try to you know get more income because you are going to be relying on it so 100 percent, yeah when it's your literal livelihood and you you know, that consistent salary or paycheck or whatever your situation is gone, how, how successful you are. And again, back to episode one, success can look different to, to people, everyone, but yeah. how much money you make and how successful you are is up to you. Like you have complete control over it with how much you show up for your business. Yeah. So, um, I think that it just encourages you to work harder if you don't have a, a full-time job that you can rely on. For sure. Yeah. Um, and so like, so my story, like I, my kids are six, five and one. And so when my five-year-old was born is when I quit my full-time job. So that was my second child. And, um, our oldest is adopted and the, the first and the second are only 12 months apart. So obviously that was like not on purpose. <laughs> Definitely, accident. definitely a God thing for sure. So we were praying and wanted a baby for so long. And then he's like, here we go. Here's two in the same year and within a few months yes. time span of each other. So anyways, um, we went from like zero to two kids in a very quick, um, time frame, And it was just like, I started to feel, even though I always said, I will never be a stay at home mom. I literally used to say that, which yeah. is so funny now. Same. Um, and I grew up loving work. I've always been a hard worker. Like I've always found so much like pride from working. <laughs> okay. So I've always just loved working and I always have just been like, Oh, I'll never like not work because I just love it so much. But as soon as I, you know, we had our first, um, I started to feel like I was missing out on things from with her life. And I felt like I wasn't really getting to spend a lot of time with her because I would be leaving early in the morning, taking her to a babysitter. And then I'd get home and we'd have like an hour or two, maybe two together. 
um, which included dinner too. And I mean, she was a baby, so she didn't really care, but this was how I was feeling, you know? <laughs> and then she, I put her to bed and it's like, oh, is this what I want? Like, do I want to be working yeah. every day <laughs> to not spend time with my family, you know? And so it was, we made the plan when we, um, later on in the, when we were pregnant, when I was pregnant with my second one, that if we were able to do it financially, that I would want to be home with my kids. Um, and, and my husband always joked and said that he wanted to be the stay-at-home parent. And I was like, okay, cool. But that means that like, you need to figure out dinner and cooking and cleaning and doing the grocery shopping and running the errands and all the things. Because if I'm the only one working full-time and I get home and have to do all that, I'm gonna murder you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so he quickly was like, okay, never mind, maybe not. So I took that role on and I ended up like loving it. Now I literally cannot imagine working a 40 hour job. Like I, I, I just, it's not even the amount of hours because honestly, like I probably work close to that because I'm doing like 20 plus for like my clients. Plus I got to do my own business. Plus I'm answering my notifications and my messages and my calls, like my Voxer messages, like all the time because yeah. I am a workaholic by nature and I can't help it. And I really need to be better with my boundaries. But anyways, it's about the flexibility. I can do that while being home with my kids, which is the difference. I'm not clocking in, going somewhere, working a straight, you know, shift and leaving. Um, yeah. You know, so anyways, but so when our, when Phoenix, my middle, so Ellie's the oldest and then Phoenix is the middle. When he was born, we had set up a plan like to, um, first, our first step was pay off our adoption because that was really expensive and that was part of our paying off debt. Um, so we paid that off. We had, while I was still working, we were using like all of the, any extra money that we had and most of my income to pay off debt um, so that we could pay all of our bills on just my husband's income and um, be able to do that and leave my job. So basically that's what I did. And we have been living the last several years basically on one income. And then earlier this year is when I started to kind of take my business more seriously because I transitioned and evolved it a little bit and started doing something different and I'm really loving it and it has been taking off and now I'm treating it more uh, like an official business and yeah. it's actually like working. Like when that, when you do that, it's like, oh, okay, people are actually gonna pay me to do this. Like, okay, cool, let's keep doing it, you know? Yeah, um, it helps when you love what you're doing too. For sure, yeah. Yeah, and I had originally started out like doing direct sales and that's always hard because- So hard. As much as I loved the product and I still wear the product, like I love it, but I couldn't grow a team. And it's like, really that's the whole way that you make money in direct sales is by building a team. And I just hate asking people to join yeah <laughs> like yeah it was the bane of my existence like I hated it and so I didn't do it and so I didn't grow a team so here we are but I I know for a fact that I wouldn't be where I am in my business now if I didn't start in direct sales because because I started in direct sales I had to learn how to do all these things yeah on my own like email marketing and social media marketing and how to create graphics and how to show up authentically and like you know how to do all these things and run the back end of things like you know using um the crms and honeybook like to send invoices like literally all these things i never knew how to do in my corporate job i didn't need to know how like right. i knew how to do like the specific systems i used for that business for my job and you know like email and um 
that's about it. Oh, and like Microsoft stuff, but that yeah. was pretty much it. I didn't need to do all of this social media stuff. I had only ever known social media on a personal same um, account level, never needing it for business before. The but possibilities anyways. are endless, and it's, for it sure. can be such a great a great asset and tool if if you use it correctly. And that's sure. what people don't understand. I feel like with your Instagram profile and Instagram in general, Facebook in general there you there is a strategy you should have a strategy like let's go back to direct sales um because we were just talking about it if you direct sales is your side hustle and you you know are always just pushing your product only no like this is definitely don't come in my dms with hey sis (laughs) because Unless you're my actual unless, sister. Yeah, and, or unless we're actual friends and that's what we call each other or right. whatever. But right. like enough with the hey girl messages. Like those don't work. Like if you are in direct sales or, or whatever it is, you have to build relationships yeah. with people. You cannot just, people aren't just buying products anymore just because they're amazing products. Like no. no. Yeah. You have, you literally have to stand out. Like what makes you different from Sally Sue next door selling the same thing right like exactly I don't care that it's a natural vegan product that's gonna make my face glow <laughs> I want <old. laughs> yeah. to know like but why should I buy it like what are you gonna do for me though like yeah, what are you gonna do that's different from everyone else yeah and how does you know how does it like how do you how does it fix like my it? life <laughs> how do you use it yeah what has it done for you you know what do we have in common yeah we we people are sharing the what too much and I think a lot yeah. of people are learning now like Today's day and age of like social selling is so different. So many people have gotten the memo, like for real. And they know to share the why, not the what, but there are still a lot of people out there sharing the what and doing the hey girl messages and all those. But yeah, we should do an episode on that for sure too. Hey girl messages? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, like how, how to do yes. the right and wrong way to like sell on social media. I agree. Um, but quick, we got a quick little story. It's quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> I had a, um, two, I got two DMs. I think you were even with me when this happened on Facebook. And it was from a husband and wife who were oh, business yeah, 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 partners. Yeah. They both sent me the same freaking hey girl message. Copy, copy and paste. paste. But like, they, I don't know if somebody got their wires crossed. They didn't like communicate like, hey, I'm going for this one. You go for this one. Right. They both messaged me separately. Within like two minutes, I was just like, Guys, no, no, no. Yeah. So stop that for sure. Okay. Okay. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to this episode, episode that was a weird way to say that. Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, subscribe, share. Yeah. Take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag us. Uh, what yeah. is our Instagram? We need to say that. Dyna- we do. Our, follow us on Insta if you're not already. It's dynamicduo.pod. Is that correct? I think so. Um, yeah. And we'll, fact that, we'll fact check that. We will. So follow us and have a super great day. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave us a review wherever you are listening. Or just take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it to your stories and tag us. We are on the gram at dynamicduo.pod. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notifications every week when we drop new episodes. Chat soon!